Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes, big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni, plus the original, plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. And we are back. Cash the Ticket NFL Edition. A little more pep in our step brimming with confidence i don't know i don't understand it we've been so bad at college and so good at the pros but J- jim costa mike valena here jim i'm nine and three ten and two hack it adjusted i will explain <laughs> and you're eight and four and i give you a lot of credit eight and four and nine and three if Hackett's going to give us the freebie. that's right uh four and two for both of us last week very and i'll tell you one thing it's always great you cap the week with like a no doubt mm-hmm. that eagles bet that game you're on the right side from Jump Street. And it was what we talked about. Primetime Kirk Cousins mm-hmm. delivered for us. Can I just set the tone with Hackett adjusted? Yes, please explain. All right, Nathaniel Hackett, coach of the Browns. I had Broncos laying eight and a half. This guy is a psychopath. I've never seen a coach in back-to-back weeks have less command of down, distance, situation, timeouts, time. So here's your sequence that cost us a cover. They are lining up for a field. First of all, they're lining up on third and inches. They run a fullback triple option. But the fullback is running the speed portion outside with a pitch man. Because the guard was unavailable to do that. That fails. Let's kick a field goal. McManus, no problem. We're at the 35. He's good from 52. You're in elevation. Six, five, four, Three, well, he's going to call a timeout. Two, he's got to call a timeout. One, what the fuck are you doing? Delay of game. Then they punt. On a field goal! He's standing there. So then I go, all right, this guy's a functioning idiot, but but we'll just kick from 57. Because nope. after all, last week, he kicked from 64. <laughs> no, no. Can we just admit what this is? They hired him to lure Aaron Rodgers and then didn't get Aaron Rodgers, and now they're stuck with him. Can we just... We're not betting the Broncos today, right? And I don't know if we're betting the Broncos for a while. But you know what's going to happen? You're going to beat us this week because I'm going to play against Hackett. But let's do... Now, listen. Let, let's get into four it. We're still 4-2. Yes. But Hackett adjusted in our hearts, in our minds, in our souls. I went 5-1. and one. Just I'm telling myself I went 5-1. and one. <laughs> Just a little setup for this week. This is... We talk about not for the faint of heart. Not a single game more than a touchdown. Yeah. Every NFL game is seven, only one at seven, and under. So this is a week where we can't get too cute. There's only going to be so many plays. I also think you got a lot of road dogs, not home dogs. And we've been feasting 
on home underdogs. But let, let's just kick it off. Let's get into it. And this is arguably the hardest game of the week to me. Ravens laying three updated line. And guys, we are taping this a day early. Uh, this is Wednesday morning. So if the picks are bad, it's that's why. No, no, I just I, I we we're very upfront with people. You know, we play the games, we play them at the number, and it, look, we are flying blind on injuries, though. I mean, normally you have an inclination if we record on Thursday, and and we will every other week. My travel schedule to go to New York and tape the kickoff show with Boomer Esiason. I have to do it a day early this week. We had to do this today. So so some lines may move, yeah. but this is the best we can do right now is what we've got. Okay, so, so Ravens laying three at the Patriots. For, just start out because okay. I think right here you're flying in and you, you're just dropping the meatballs. Go ahead. It opened as a pick em, and all the money's on the Ravens. And I get it. I hate the Patriots offense. Nobody wants to bet with the Patriots offense. Here's the problem. Bill Belichick's still the Patriots coach. And as a home dog, he is 15 and four. He's won the last three in this series at Foxborough. They have a top five run defense against the Ravens. Hello. You play the Patriots. That's the move. You play, you pinch your nose, you take Mac Jones, and you play the Patriots. It's Patriots or pass. Uh, the Ravens thing, look, just from a football perspective, that was not just, like the Browns blowing a game, that's whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Arizona with Kyler Murray doing what they did. All right. The Ravens' collapse last week was jaw-dropping because you're up 35-14. You are a running football team. You do have Lamar Jackson. And they didn't just lose the game. They lost in regulation, giving up four straight fourth-quarter touchdowns. I, I was jarred. And I, when this opened up at a pick'em, I, I was like, wow, you got to bet the Patriots here. This is the last game off my board, and I'm going to regret this. Okay. You're on. I, this is our formula. It's the home dog. Well, here's the other thing. Jim, I've been limiting myself to six NFL plays. Okay. Six. I've gone five and one and four and two, or matching five and ones if it's Hackett adjusted. But that's probably for the best because we've been doing well. We don't need this messy week. We don't need to get crazy and bet 10 games and all of a sudden our whole record's thrown off. Which is every reason why I wouldn't touch Texans catching two and a half from the Bears in Chicago with your money. And again, I'm all about betting rat teams and rat dogs, and I've got a doozy for you coming up. I have no read on this football game whatsoever. Oh, it's just two bad football teams. Texans plus two and a half at the Bears. I mean, how many teams would the Bears be favored against in the NFL, the entire league? Maybe two Seattle. or three. Like, I mean, Texans are one of them. Yeah. If you, what if someone said, Mike, you guys always give me a lean. You have to go in one direction. Oh, it here. would be Texans or pass. Okay, same. Just take the, the points. If, if you, I mean, this is very sad. I don't know that anyone's tuning in for a Texans-Bears quarterback advantage segment. Davis Mills is a better quarterback right now than Justin Fields. The Bears, it's not even that Justin Fields isn't making the right reads. They won't throw the ball. They just won't do it. It's insane. The fewest pass attempts in the league It's by a significant chunk. Yeah. And how about the play call? Fourth down, inches. QB power from out the, of the shotgun. shotgun. Out of the shotgun. You want to run sneak from the one, fine. And then everyone's like, oh, it should have been a touchdown. How about you run the right play? I know. How about you not set yourself up? You know, Mike, everybody says, oh, these coaches always try so hard and it's hard to win in this league. When you do stuff like that, that's why it's hard to win in this league. I agree totally. And again, um, I get it. Bears at home. But Texans have been gritty. They've played well. I just, I Lovey Smith revenge game. I don't love, please. I don't love the number. (laughs) 
I don't have. A, and again, guys, it's totally okay in the NFL to just say no. And this is one that you probably aren't watching unless just you're a fan of Just say no teams. to drugs. Just say no to betting Texans Bears. All right, how, how about the next one? Raiders and Titans, a pair of 0-2 football teams, losers digging their early grave. Raiders minus one and a half at Tennessee. It'd be Raiders if I played it. Really? Because to me, I, it's Titans. It's a home team, wounded animal, Vrabel. This uh, team was the one seed a year ago. But let's rewind. It's Titans on a short week. Uh, I'm not letting what happened against Buffalo color this. I'm telling you if the Buffalo game never happened, I still think the Raiders are a better football team. Now, I said to you week one, I don't think the Titans are any good. I didn't like their offseason. Okay. Major downgrade getting rid of A.J. Brown. You bring in what used to be Robert Woods, uh, Traylon Burke. By the way, Henry has not run well. Well, that's the other thing I wanted to bring up, and I'm glad you said it. How old is Derrick Henry? 100. No, just say it. Wait, wait, 27, 28? I think he's 28. When you get over the age of 27 as a running back, specifically a power back, it usually disappears. And guess what? Derrick Henry, it's not going to be a graceful, gradual, you know, linear regression. He looks roasted. He looks done. Now, I'm not telling you I want the Raiders as a short road favorite. That was a calamity last week. Derek Carr was awful. Renfro said, it's not enough that I fumbled once in overtime. Let's make it two and straight up lose the game. Um, it's, a, it's a lean on the Raiders because the Titans, to me, look broken. I think their window's done. I didn't like their draft. I didn't understand the Malik Willis thing. I didn't understand the A.J. Brown thing. O-line's not as good. Henry looks gassed. If I played it, Raiders. But this is one. Guys, believe me, I've got plenty of plays. Costa started the card this way to make me look bad. Like, oh, well, Mike's not going to make any play. No, I'm backloaded here today. When do we see Malik Willis as the starter? If, if it goes as poorly? Well, hold on. If it goes as poorly as you see with Tennessee, are we doing a December show where Malik Willis is the starter? Yes. Okay. Next matchup, you are? <laughs> and that's it. That's all you get on that I game. Just, what else are you going to do on that no, i got to play in the next game. Okay, Lions, the darlings of the NFL. 2-0 and against the spread, 1-1 and on the season. The run game's great. They're plus 5.5 against the Vikings, and this line has moved following that Vikings performance on Monday night. It was 7.5, and, and everybody said, oh, Vikings aren't very good, and the line moved. Mike, are you playing Lions? you playing Vikings? What are we doing? Neither. I'm playing the over. No, I, I, no, 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 no. Why would you play the, this is the, this is the, this is the highest over on the board. That's exactly why I'm playing it. I, listen, first of all, the side, I'd feel a lot better if the Vikings played better on Monday night. This is a spot where I think you play Vikings or pass. And what I mean is they get crushed on Monday night, primetime cousins. Mm-hmm. You come home and now all of a sudden the market's down on Minnesota. And now five and a half. Now look. I think the Lions have a chance to win the game. Mm-hmm. The Lions offense travels. Now, obviously, taping Wednesday morning. I need an update on Frank Ragnow. I need an update on Jonah Jackson. Does it matter? Yes. I ran for nine yards of pop last week. That this isn't the Commanders. You're going on the road to Minnesota. You know, it's, it's worse. I mean, it could be. The Vikings, just so you know, last year couldn't stop the run. This year can't stop the run either. I understand that. And here's your problem. They also just played a Philadelphia team that I think we need to start viewing as a potential dark horse to win the NFC. So if we accept, and again, the Lions got beat up by Philly as well. If we accept that the Eagles are tangibly better than both of these teams, and we've seen the Eagles beat both of these teams while scoring a bunch of points, mm-hmm. let's just recenter for a second. Okay. So Minnesota was impressive against the Vikings. Week one, Pack looked rusty. 
You could tell Aaron Rodgers spent all offseason eating magic mushrooms in Ecuador. Vi- you know, like, again, I feel like it'd be Vikings or pass. Why do I like the total? Well, the Lions defense is bad. It just is. Lions defense is not good. And their offense, what did you just say? They can hammer to rock. Mm-hmm. I thought Jared Goff had a really nice week last week, not just the four touchdowns, but making throws downfield, guys running open. They haven't even unlocked this offense yet. Hawkinson's been very quiet. Chark's been quiet. I think over 53 is the play here. I think you're going to have a high-scoring game. The Lions do not quit, right? They got down big against Philly. They were down a bunch all last year. They don't quit. And Minnesota, if you believe Minnesota's going to score, you believe Minnesota, Justin Jefferson, is he really going to have two terrible games in a row against a Lions secondary that may or may not have a Rarier, mm-hmm. one of their starting corners? Um, I'm going over 53, buddy. I just don't want to be in the business of undervaluing Minnesota and overvaluing the Lions. I, I think I'll always take the points in something like this, but I'm, I'm going to go over 53. Okay, frame of reference. The Lions-Vikings game is 53 and a half. The Bills-Dolphins game is 53-and-a-half. They're the two highest over-unders on the board. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you also over betting the over-on? Oh, okay. Well, at least you would bet over-on both. Because if you would bet over-on this, I would hope you would bet over-on the other one. The Lions are 80% touchdowns in the red zone right now. Does yep. that seem sustainable? Yes. You think so? No, I'm no, not of course, your balls. no, of course it's not. So, I, I don't love the over. I mean, it's a fun way to play the game, but... I wouldn't bet the over in this. I wouldn't bet it to be the highest scoring game in the NFL this week. That's you know it is a free country. Okay, right? Evan, it's just breaking my balls over here. Play the Lions, will no. you? Play the Lions. I lean Lions. I lean no, Lions. No bullshit. I lean. No, you don't get to come on here, jackhammer my balls, make me feel small. Oh, what are you going to do? And then we come back to you and it's, oh, I'm going to lean. No, you are going to le- <laughs> lean your ass. You're bu- Say it right. Hold on. Repeat after me. Yeah. I can. I can. I will. I will. I must. I must. I can. I can, I will, I must. All right, here's the thing. Play the fucking Lions now. Vikings defense is awful. Then just play them. Awful. Play them. Bottom five in yards you per carry. What? Bottom five in yards per Per play. Give me your phone. I'm going to make the bet for you. <laughs> I'm putting it in here right now. Lions plus five. You're, you, that's I wanted it. it at seven and a half, and then everybody overreact to Monday night. Great. And I want rainbows and a unicorn to deliver me a large coffee from Starbucks. It's not happening. I wa- well, I don't have it at seven, so I'll lean. Bullshit. Play them right now. You're playing. I'm not being bullied into playing the Lions. Evan, I'm a grown Evan, man. I'm not going to play the Lions. In the episode recap. And I will make sure of it. You're playing Lions. <laughs> You're not going to do what you did to me. And then, who? I lean. Lean right out Next of this room. Next game, Chiefs minus six and a half at the Colts. We won't have to fight because I think nah. we both see this for what it is. This is uh, only one play to make, baby. Colts, six and a half. We are the island of misfit toys. Nobody wants a Charlie in the box. Nobody wants a cowboy who rides an ostrich. Shout out Rudolph Christmas special. Nobody wants Colts. Owen, they are over. They look awful. Shut out at Jacksonville last week. Chiefs look like prime Chiefs. It's every reason why wounded animal at home getting the six and a half. Do I wish it was seven? Of course. Do I think it will get to seven? No way. Because I think anyone who's got a brain betting games in the NFL are going to be on the Colts. And we talk about it all the time. Parker from Laguna Beach in his Von Dutch trucker hat and tank top at the sports book is betting the Chiefs. Mahomes, brah, 
Good for you. I'm taking the Colts. Why? Because it's so goddamn ugly. There's only one thing to do. The line's an overreaction. There's no other way to look at this. I think everybody's panicking off of last week's game in Jacksonville. That is a personal haunted house for the Colts organization. And they didn't have Pittman and they didn't have Pierce. And that's a big deal for Matt Ryan. Gets those guys back playing at home with nearly a touchdown. Six and a half. It should not be six and a half. If not for last week, what would this be? Two and a half, three and a half, something like that, right in that, that I would, typical I would say NFL. that range. Right. Yeah. So I think you're getting a premium if you pick the Colts. Patrick Mahomes is amazing, and he's especially amazing in September. But the type of defense the Colts play is that too high shell. They stop the run. They force you to dink and dunk. I actually think it makes sense to play the Colts here. So, yeah, you and I, especially if Shaq Leonard's back, I'll love it. But either way, I like the Colts in this spot. Go to the next one. Bills, minus five and a half at the Dolphins. Surely you're playing the over in this game no. as well. No. What do you like? No, I, I. this is one where, for me, it, it's, first of all, the Bills might be one-on-one. Like we talk about Georgia on college football Saturdays. The Bills might just be the one. I mean, they open up at L.A., bomb the Rams, come home on a Monday night, bomb the Titans. But am I ready to have them go down to Miami and lay almost a touchdown? No. The five and a half's in that dead zone. I kind of want to wait, uh, and I know that doesn't help people listening to the pod. And again, I do, I do apologize with my travel schedule this week. We had to do it early. Like, if this thing were out at six and a half or seven, I lean Dolphins. You know, if it sits here, I lean Bills. But, dude, the Dolphins got it going on. I mean, Mike McDonald, we, we knew coming from San Francisco, he was the run game coordinator, play designer, uh, sharp young guy. Dude, Waddle and Hill are a problem. And I mean, look, the Bills have had it their way, but are they good enough? Are they this good where you go on the road in division, laying a touchdown to a team whose quarterback just threw for 500 yards last week? I have a hard time with that. See, I think this is a bigger spot for the Dolphins to prove who they are. Their O-line was bad a year ago, and I know they brought in Tyrion Armstead, but the Bills have been getting after it. And I think that's the question here is you need time to be able to throw down the field. If the Bills get to you, they're going to make Tua look pedestrian. I think they're the team that has to prove it in this spot. They're the team that's that's got all the pressure at home. And part of me feels like anytime they're going to offer me the Bills shy of a touchdown, it, it's an autoplay, right? No. No, not on road, not in division and not sitting in that heat and that, that, that shake and bake oven that they got down there in Miami. <laughs> shake and bake oven. Dolphins defense has also been awful this season. So I would lean bills yeah, Mr. Lean over here. Okay. All I'm right. going to play the next one. And okay. I don't think you're going to be with me on this do, one. Do it. What do you got? Bengals minus four and a half at the jets. So you probably lean home team jets with four and a half no. points. I go Bengals. I go desperate. Owen two football team. Clearly the better football team. And if you want some geeky X's and O's, Robert Sala is a cover three coach. It's the basis of his defense. That's what he likes to run. It's a lot of one high safety. Joe Burrow slaughters one high coverage. Slaughters. It unlocks the Bengals' deep passing game. It's what they do so well. So I really like going with the Bengals here. And this Flacco stuff, he's going to turn into a pumpkin at some point. I mean, the guy's five touchdowns, one pick, 500 yards. He is not this good. It's going to come back down to earth, and this is a clear buy-low spot on the Bengals. I don't hate it, but look, he, let me support your point before I, I argue against it. 
First of all, the Jets do not have the pass rush that Pittsburgh has. Yeah, they've been they awful getting to the quarterback. They sure as don't have the pass rush the Cowboys have. By the way, is Micah Parsons just the best pass rusher in a decade? He's insane. In 15 years? Lawrence Taylor? I don't know, man. I He's he's unbelievable. Good thing the Giants passed on drafting him. Um, but I can't get over this Bengal offensive line. I just can't. And they uh, they upgraded. They brought in guys. Does it take a couple games to settle in? Like, they can't be this bad, Mike. They've given up 10 sacks through two games. They're not going to give up five sacks a game. It would be unheard of. I think they win the it game. It would be like, the, remember Carr with the Texans back in the day? Oh, yeah, this is the same thing. Burrow gets hit a zillion times. He's tough as nails. But I got to be honest. Like, I just need, like, I. they brought in Kappa. They brought in Lyle Collins, Jonah Williams, another year of experience. Cookies, I got to tell you, buddy. Um, I, I just couldn't buy a side here. Do I lean home dog? Usually, you know, let's face it. The Jets had no business winning that game last week. And for me, am I just ready to say that the Bengals are going to go on the road, laying essentially a touchdown? This is out to five now. Um, and just go cover a number. I, I can't. I'm rattled by what I've seen from Cincy. I really but, but am. I just, just to give you that stat, remember the 0-2 season car sacked 76 times. Burrow is on pace to be sacked 85 times. Some of that is going to correct, and you mentioned the Jets don't hit the quarterback. Let's go to the next game. Eagles laying six and a half. They travel to D.C. This is this is similar to me, man. Um, look, the Eagles are very good. Eagles might be the team in the NFC, but it's a short week. It's on the road. It's in the division, and we're just casually laying a touchdown. Now, I agree with your point that Buffalo might be the team. If it's south of seven, you trust them. Are, are are the Eagles who are are the Eagles that team now? They're not Buffalo. This is a letdown spot too, isn't it? Yep. Short week after an emotional home win yep. in prime time. Commanders off a loss. Come home. Wentz, Wentz, if there's a quarterback capable of doing what Cousins just did, it's Wentz. And therein lies the problem. And that's why it's not a play. It's it's why it's interesting. Like, I mean, the Eagles on paper are a run first team against a commander's team that can't stop the run. They're a machine, but the letdown spot, so yeah. I can't play them. No, and understand something too, guys. Like, I'm very, I'm very um consistent with this. You're not gonna see me laying six, seven points on the road in division. You're just not gonna see me do it. And will it will it cost me money if the Eagles win 34-17? Sure. But I I can't go there here. I respect the hell out of what Philly's got. Jalen Hurts right now, by the way. I mean. The NBA playoffs are underway and you want to get to the game? Me too, but I'm a Pistons fan. Let me live through you. Get your tickets with Game Time. Game Time's an authorized ticket marketplace of the NBA, which means you're getting your playoff tickets even faster. Prices on Game Time actually go down closer to tip-off. Save up to 60% buy-in last minute for sports, concerts, comedy, whatever. Like, let's look at the Denver Nuggets. Reigning champs, hot ticket. You click on the, uh, the game in the app. Flash deals under 300 bucks. Yellow lightning bolt. It stands out. Red fire emoji. Cheapest seat, 115 bucks, And that's all in pricing. That's no surprise fees at checkout. I've used game time to buy Red Wings tickets. Nothing better than going to a baseball game day of. Boom, boom. You click in. Easy to navigate. Take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with game time. Download the game time app and create an account. Use that code CASH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem the code Cash, C-A-S-H, for $20 off. Download the GameTime app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. In the running for league MVP is a conversation oh, yeah. piece. Uh, but I'm not laying six and a half in the division. Short week. And I'm with cookies. That's a letdown spot. But if you want to talk about Carson Wentz, variance-wise, is there any quarterback in football with a greater variance? No. First half Wentz, second half Wentz in Detroit. You figure it out. Right. I can't. I won't. There are other games I like better. And I am limiting myself to basically six plays a week in the NFL and this is why you got to cut games. Go okay, to the next. One. The next one. I'm going to pick another winless team. Panthers plus three at home, welcoming the Saints. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. This is such a horseshit play <laughs> that I love it. No, this is you have to ride the lightning. Yeah, so here. It's, it's the home team and the points, and we like home dogs, but it's more than that. Jameis has a broken back. When are we going to talk about this? I read a report. It's like an L4, 5, it's like his whole spine, and he continues to play football. That's not good. You talk about the Bengals giving up sacks. Saints have given up the second most in football. That's a problem when your quarterback has a broken back. Is Kamara playing? I don't know. McCaffrey's healthy. Which team's got their game-breaking running back? Which team's done a better job protecting and getting to the other quarterback? Panthers top 10 pressures right now this to me feels like line of scrimmage home team winless team panthers finally win one of these close games against a quarterback who might not make it to the fourth quarter panthers plus three he said it all people and honestly you're gonna go well the panthers are bad the saints are good it's every reason you gotta bet the panthers um the only thing that would scare me a little bit i don't understand how this thing opened at Saints minus one, and it's out to minus three when everyone's seemingly on the Panthers. There is there. reverse line movement that, that, that I'm flying me. into. Look, last week, too, when you look at the anatomy of that Saints game, five turnovers, a pick six, after the ejection happens with Mike Evans, I mean, they, they gave Brady a couple gift penalties. I, I don't know, man. I still feel like the Panthers are a team that on paper should be good, and eventually I have to accept that they're not good. This is a rough spot, but it's winless. You're at home. I'm with Jim on this. You know, the Jameis injury, and obviously we didn't know Alvin Kamara wasn't going to play when we taped the pod last week. I'm, you know, there's nothing I can do about it. We didn't know until the day of. I mean, it wasn't really a thing until, yeah. Well, I'll tell right you what, before. if you guys, if if enough of you guys subscribe and download the damn thing, we'll do the damn pod every day, and then I can wait to give you my picks <laughs> till Friday like an adult. I, we'll I pick lean, them at 12.59 right, on Sundays. Right. No, I, I think I think it's Panthers or pass here, and I'm likely going to play the Panthers. Let's go to the next one because this is one where I'm going to get myself in trouble. Um, it's America's Jags getting seven, traveling to play the Bolts. I want to be talked out of it because – 
I told you there were two teams, one in the AFC, one in the NFC, that I thought were going to be surprise teams, that I was going to ride them, that we were going to bet them, and it was the Lions in the NFC, and it was the Jags in the AFC. Those are my two teams. With that, I think they're undervalued. I think you can make money. We bet them in week one, cover against the Eagles. We, we, we bet them in week two against the Commanders, cover. Jags last week, Colts, easy cover. So look, the Chargers are very good. But you know what the Chargers haven't earned the right to do? Lay a touchdown to anybody. They don't cover numbers. And oh, by the way, you just had a coronary about Jameis Winston. Are we going to talk about Justin Herbert's injury? The ribs? That is a brutal injury for a quarterback. It I think it's the same your, injury that Kamara didn't play with. Right. It affects your breathing. It affects all movement. I don't care what kind of flak jacket they put on. And you know what? There's a chance... Herbert doesn't play this weekend. And, and, and then what? Okay, well, the spread could go to eight and a half or nine and a half. I'm just telling you with the Jags, they looked great last week. There's no home field advantage. The Chargers have no fans. <laughs> and I'm getting seven. I, I might be walking right into an execution, but I love the Jags, and I need you to talk me out of it. The ribs thing, it's its something with Herbert. Uh, the Jets are a pet team of both of ours. I had to be talked out of playing them in week one, which was good, but I was all over it last well, week. The all only, over it last look, week. Let's be factual. You don't get credit, but we talked about when the line was sitting at four and a half, yeah. it was a play. When it had dipped to two and a half, that's not a play. Yeah, so you pay attention to stuff like that. And, I do, and, and, but we had the right read on the no, Jags. No, I don't think did. you were wrong. No, no, we've done a good job. My point is... Sometimes not betting a game and losing is the right move. So I'm not betting this one. It's the biggest spread. Something's just, I don't know what it is. Something just doesn't feel right about this to me. I don't know if Jacksonville, you talk about it not being a true road environment. It's not. But something tells me them leaving home, they got a lot still to fix on that football team. And I don't think Doug Peterson flips the switch. It's a, it's, I'm, not, I'm not playing it. Okay. He's out on it. Unbelievable. But he didn't talk me out of it. Tremendous. Next, next game. Rams minus three and a half at the Cardinals. This is one that you mentioned earlier in the week. I know Cardinals home team getting points. What's your read on this? Because I'm <sighs> I'm I'm not playing the Cardinals in this. To me, it's Rams or pass. Why though? So the Cardinals blitz a lot, like fifty percent of the time. It was something that jumped out to me in Week One, and they continued the trend in Week Two. They don't have Chandler Jones, so their answer is just throw more bodies at the problem. Problem is, Stafford thrives when you blitz him. And if that's what the Cardinals do in this game, he's going to dot him. It's exactly what plays into his strengths here. So, and, and if this means anything to you, the Cardinals should be 0-2 this season. They are 0-6 against the spread in the last six home games. And the Rams have dominated the Cardinals in the last 11 meetings. 9-1-1 against the spread. A perfect 7-0 in matchups played in the desert. So, why are we playing the Cardinals? Because the Rams are broken. Okay. Because the Rams should be 0-2. Um, if you, obviously, week one, they got housed. Um, I watched a good amount of their game against Atlanta. Um, may I remind you, they needed an interception in the end zone to avoid losing that game. And that's to Arthur Smith, Marcus Mariota, they don't even throw to Pitts, and Drake London. They're not right. The O-line's not right. And Stafford, look, career-wise, you're right. Jim, I don't know that he's uh, – this elbow thing, I continue to come back to it. The off-season procedure nobody wanted to talk about. 
the the injection nobody wanted to talk about. Nobody could get their story straight. I just feel like it's Arizona coming home, divisional game. You're giving me north of a field goal. If I feel like the Rams are busted, you mentioned the blitz. You mentioned the pressures. The Rams O-line doesn't look up to the task. It's a tough. It's tough for me. I'm with you. Look, this is a brutal week. I felt a lot better about week one and two. I think this week is very difficult. Uh, but I, I'm, I like the Cardinals here. I'm going to take the four points, and um, I, I think my suspicions on the Rams are right. Whether it helps me this week or not, I think I'm going to be right. I think they're a wild card team at best. That, that if the Rams win the division, I'll be shocked. I, I, I'm not selling you that everything's hunky dory in Los Angeles. I just don't think that. The Cardinals are the team to expose them. Next game. Falcons, Seahawks. This is Texans, Bears, part two. Two awful football teams. Um, I guess I'll go home team and a toss-up. I'll lean Seattle. See, Do you I, have anything more elaborate than that? I think it's Atlanta. Look, if we look at Atlanta, could you make a case they could be 2-0? Yes. Sure. They, they, they played two and a half quarters of really good football against the Saints, and they were up. Uh, then last week, we just talked about it. They should have beaten the Rams. I think Seattle... Dollar for dollar is one of the three worst football teams in football. We talked about playing the Niners against them last week. Why? Seattle can't stop the run. Jamal Adams out for the year plays into that. It's Geno Smith. Atlanta with this Arthur Smith running game that they have created using Mariota. It's amazing if you take Mariota and allow him to move around, he can be effective, right? Mm -hmm. My fear is going into Seattle and winning a game as the Atlanta Falcons. However... You get the point and a half. But give me give me one reason Seattle wins this game. What, what is a football reason they win this game? Uh, like I said, I, you know what? I'm going to fly into it. This is prop. Guys, I'm telling you, this week terrifies me. Uh, but I'm going to take Atlanta, a short road dog, and I'm going to do it. I don't, I don't love it, but there is no way you're getting me to bet on Seattle. It took a million breaks for them to beat Denver. It took Nate Hackett losing his mind. It took two fumbles inside the one. They got their asses kicked last week by the Niners. Atlanta's look good-ish. Okay. I'm going to take Atlanta. All right. Packers, Buccaneers. I, I need help on this one. I think this is a really tough game to play. What a game to watch. I don't know how playable it is. But Packers plus one and a half at the Buccaneers. And as I look at it, I think, well, the Bucs stopped the run. And if you've watched Green Bay this season – nothing's vertical. Everything is about their two running backs. They play them together. They play them separately. They feed Dylan in week one, Jones in week two. It is their offense, and it's exactly what Tampa Bay stops. So they're going to make Aaron Rodgers throw to rookie receivers and Alan Lazard, and I don't think that's going to be a winning proposition. But then I look at the Buccaneers, and is Tom Brady playing by himself? They're going to be down to their third-string tackle. Who's playing at receiver? Mike Evans is suspended. Godwin was hurt last week. We'll see if he plays this week. Same deal with Julio Jones. Mike, it got to the point where they called Cole Beasley and said, Cole, how desperate are you? Cole Beasley, we can find room on the practice squad. We might need you. How do I bet the Buccaneers when Tom Brady hasn't looked right and doesn't have his line or his weapons? So then I start thinking, do I bet the under? What an unspeakable thing. It's Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, and I'm going to play the aren't under. Pri- aren't primetime unders like 5-1 and one this year, 6-1? and one? I mean, they might be. So I looked at it, and I think— What's the number? 41? 41 and a half, I which is under. 
I'd play under. It's stiff, but you can still probably get something going under because what is it? Six touchdowns at 42? Mm-hmm. Six, so just under six touchdowns for the game. And I don't know how we're getting six touchdowns with Green Bay not running and Tom Brady not having anybody to throw to. Well, the the one thing I would point out is Tampa Bay can run the football. I was going to say, Leonard Fournette might be the key, so... And, and for all the investment Green Bay has made in this defense, and for as good as Kenny Clark is, or as good as Dean Lowry is, and, and, and you know, Rashawn Gary, the Bears had success running the ball. Well, some of it's schematic. It's some of this Joe Barry, Vic Fangio defense where you s- surrender the run to take away the deep stuff and force people to dink and dunk. Well, the problem is Tom Brady's more than happy to do this. So is it a Bucks minus one and a half, or is it an underplay? No. And I've toggled back and forth. I think under is the play. Well, look, 41 and a half. And here's the other thing. If you care about discrepancies, courtesy Action Network, 38% of tickets, 72% of the money on the under. Now, the problem is I'm looking at a listed open at 48. You telling me this number's moved six and a half points? I think to the, the under? 48 was the early look ahead. It was 44 on Sunday night. So okay. it, it is still being bet down pretty considerably. Yeah, I, I would lean under here. I don't have a big play on a side. And I think you've capped the game perfectly. I think you've done a nice job. Look, I like I like what Green Bay's doing, putting Dylan and Jones in the game at the same time. Uh, Me too. I think your best five out there. A lot of pre-snap candy there, very reminiscent of San Francisco. But I'm with you, the Bucks. Look, why we need to just accept that the Bucs might have the best defense in football. It's not going to be the Bucs of two years ago. They're not going to air this thing out. Brady has been meh. I think he had 200 yards passing last week. He didn't do much anything. He's having a temper tantrum more than he's making impactful plays. Throwing his tablet. Why not put the under 41 and a half on there? Because I'm betting an under in a game with Brady and, and Rodgers. Yeah, but it's Rodgers going against the best defense in football, and it's Brady who's useless and no weapons to throw to. Do you it's think, an under. Okay. One other wrinkle. Is Bakhtiari going to play? We keep hearing he's close, he's close, he's close. If he plays, I do think it, it makes he's a difference been, for Green Bay. He's been close for a year and a half. Yeah. So let's not plan on it. I'll, I'll play the under. I'll put the under on there. Under 41 and a half? Yep. And we got two more games to get to. One that we've alluded to. We can't bet Hackett. Broncos plus one and a half at home. They welcome in the Niners on Sunday night football. So it's Niners lean or Niners play? No, it's Niners play. Okay. This is the scariest thing, but here's the deal. Um, Niners, it sucks that Trey Lance got hurt. It sucks the way it happened. But the Niners are a better football team in the here and now with Jimmy G. Then you factor in, you're playing a Denver team that on paper should be good. But let's start here. They might not have Jerry Judy this week. They might not have Patrick Sertan. That's a major blow both sides of the ball. Russell Wilson in name is a superstar. What I've watched the first two weeks is a guy that doesn't look ready to play, doesn't look like he has a command of the offense, and a lot of their possessions are spent doing weird shit. Mm -hmm. Um, You factor in as well, the smartest thing they could do is hand the football to Javante Williams, but yet they won't do it. The Niners' defense comes to town, that travels. And this Bronco defense, yes, they're good, but they're down... Their best two guys in the secondary. And the Niners, look, Kittle should be back this week. I think it's a Niners play. And I know this is where Nathaniel Hackett's going to bone me, and I'm going to be pissed, and it's the (laughs) scariest bet I have on the board. Uh, I'm going to play the Niners minus one and a half. Yeah, I'm going to play him too. And it's so weird. Jimmy G is not a dynamic quarterback. I understand the, the need to make Lance the guy. But him getting hurt? 
I think it makes the Niners a more dangerous football team in the regular season at the very least. You see how that team responded with Jimmy G in the game. I think he gets them in the right looks and lets them lean on where they're better. The offensive line, where they're better. Play defense with that defensive line. I think they're just a better team, and I don't mind the point and a half. The point and a half doesn't feel like a big deal to me. So I'll take a Niners team first in run defense, fourth in run offense, and I don't want any part of this weird Broncos thing going. Getting booed at home last week. Could you believe that? I Could just, you believe, mm, too, the crowd doing the shot clock, essentially, like, yeah, like basketball? Helping their coach. Hey, clock's running out. You're a Nimrod. It was unreal. I, I do think we got to go back to this. Hackett was hired to bring Rodgers there. They did not get Aaron Rodgers. The sooner they admit their fault, the better. Niners. Okay, done. Next. Monday Night Football. Cowboys, Giants, Cowboys, uh-uh. plus one and a half. Uh-uh. Cowboys and your first place undefeated. New York football Hold Giants. On. Are you or are you not the Indiana of the NFL right now? Oh, Indiana's the Hoosiers? 3-0. Yeah, Indiana's yeah. 3-0 and they are not good. Yeah. You are 2-0. and You yeah. are the Indiana Hoosiers. Yeah. No, I, uh, again. And somehow they're the side on this, right? Mm. Like the lean at the very least? All right. So if we're doing football, let's do the football. Okay. A, it's Cooper Rush. And I understand in a pinch, home game, hey, shout out, fire up chips. Uh, they beat the Bengals. They had no business beating the Bengals, but they beat them. So now you want me to take Cooper Rush, getting a point, not like I'm getting three and a half. Right. Going on the road, Monday Night Football, and if there's one thing the Giants do well, one, it's this defense. And remember, now again, I'm not speaking as a Giants fan. I'm just speaking as a football fan, football guy. The Giants have come out the first two weeks. They shut down Tennessee, and they shut down Carolina, and they did it without both edge guys. No Kayvon Thibodeau, no uh, Ogilary. Both guys are back this week, and I don't think you can underestimate Wink Martindale. Former Ravens, D.C., he's doing exactly what he did in Baltimore, and the Giants are running all kinds of exotics. All They get to the line. They mug the line of scrimmage. Well, what do we know about Dallas? Well, their O-line's a mess. It's a complete train wreck. And it started with Tyron Smith. Obviously, they haven't been the same since Travis Frederick retired. Uh, then the kid they drafted from Tulsa got hurt. And look, bottom line, it's a bad O-line. It's a giant defense that has been really good. A giant defense that has been really good against the run. Now, I know they gave a 50-yarder up to McCaffrey, but then they bottled him up well. I actually lean Giants. The fear, the fear is Daniel Jones at home, mm-hmm. largely awful. He's had a knack for making a big play or two, but this offense is bad. And when I look at this Cowboys defense, I look at Micah Parsons. I look at Daniel Jones' ball security. It it does terrify me. Um, I would lean Giants, but I, much like college football, I am very leery betting my own team. I am more apt to bet against them. I'm very leery betting on or against, you know, like betting against teams I hate. I lean Giants, but if, you, if, if I came to you right now and I said, here's my board, and there is one game I want to get rid of, it would be the Giants game. I just, this is so rich to me. You want to bully me into playing the Lions, and you won't play your Giants. Correct. Well, I'm not playing the Lions. They, they've emotionally scarred me enough in my life. I'm excited about the season. I, I don't need that this week. So I'm going to take 
the Lions off my card. You don't have to play the Giants. I'm not going to be mad at you. There's enough emotional juice on the game to begin with. You've enjoyed a 2-0 start for your Giants. I've enjoyed a 1-1 start for my Lions, 2-0 against the spread. We don't need to do this to do this. You don't bet the Giants. I won't bet the Lions. Let's lay out the final card. So what's on your final card? I'm not done thinking about this Giants oh, he game. Might you do go, it. He you might go do first. It. Okay. I, don't, I, don't, I don't like being uh, bullied this way. Okay, this fine, fine. I'm not going to play the Giants either, although I lean that way. I think you're getting the better coach. I don't like McCarthy. You've got the home team, and as much as I love Cooper Rush, Daniel Jones is a better quarterback, right? No, he's not. You don't think so? No. You think right now, the rest of the season, you can start one the rest of the way for the Giants. You'd pick Cooper Rush over Daniel Jones? Probably. Okay. Well, I think you got the coach. I think you got the quarterback. I think you're at home. And the edge rushers, that to me is nothing insignificant. I would lean Giants. By the time Monday rolls around, we'll be texting, and I'll, I'll probably end up playing it. Giants are off the board. Okay, great. <clears throat> so Giants what are is, off the board. Feelings are hurt. Decisions have been made. Giants are off the board. Well, what I don't want us to do, because I see this off ballooning, board. I don't want us to make 10 plays in the, the NFL. The Giants are, there's going to be no more. Okay. The Giants are off the board. Perfect. So what's your card? Niners minus one. Atlanta getting a point and a half. The Colts, the Misfit Toys, plus six and a half. I'm riding into the sun. Jags plus seven. Over 53 in the Lions game. It comes down to this. We need to make a call. Under 41 and a half in Tampa or Cardinals plus three and a half? Well, I'm, I have the under. So it's whether or not you want to roll with me or if you think you got a better read on I'll the go Cardinals. under 41 and a half Tampa okay. Bay Green Bay. And, and, and you know what? I can always release an emergency pod for the Cardinals game. I'll, I'll, let me take my time on that one. So there's my card. So you have six, six pack. And I've done six each week. I think it's the proper number for me. Okay. And I am with you with six picks. Pats plus three. Colts plus six and a half. You and I together on that one. Bengals minus four and a half. Panthers plus three. Bucks, Packers under 41 and a half. And the Niners minus one. So of my six picks, Niners are going to lose this game, aren't they? Of of course they are. Aren't they going to lose this game? Yeah, because this is what happens to us. And Sunday night, Hackett. this mother. Hackett's going to get me both ways. <laughs> this what's what's the address for you to send the invoice? I, honestly, Evan, can you look up the, the Broncos facility address and how I would send a letter to Nathaniel Hackett? And it'll be polite. I won't cuss him out. And I'll say, listen, Nate, I know you're a nice guy. And I know Aaron Rodgers likes you. But enclosed as an invoice for my bet last weekend because you don't know how to fucking count... <laughs> And on that note, it's Cash the Ticket. Thank you for listening. NFL edition. (laughs) We'll talk to you next week. Good luck, everybody.